0: With the help of Hashem, we are learning about the Kamadav Membeis. We are in the Membeis, of five lines from the top of the Amit. We are learning the Sugya of a Shoir that killed a person. And there also, as we spoke out, in Parsha's Mishpatim, in Pedic Chof Aleph, we have Pasek Chav Ches, Chav Tes and In Pasek Chav Ches, the Torah speaks about an ox that killed, that is still a thumb to killing people. And they are quickly reading out the Pasek again. V'chiyigach, shoed ish, oyes isha vameis. If an ox gored a person and they died, says the Pasek, Sokel, yosokel, hasher, that the ox has to be put to death. and you cannot eat its flesh. We're going to go with the approach that as the as Bo teaches, whenever Hashem says don't eat, it means don't eat and don't have benefit. So we already know from this Pasuk that this ox cannot be eaten, you cannot have benefit from it. And then Pasuk Hofres concludes with the words Ubal hashoir naki, that the owner of the ox is Naki. What are those words needed for? So, on Dathmem Aleph Amit Beis, we learned the b'risa of Rabbi Eliezer that says, Ubal Hashar Naki is needed for this Parsha itself an ox that is a muad to kill as the trader prescribes in Pasik and Pasik tells us that not only does the ox have to be put to death but the owner of the ox has to pay kaifer So you would think that if you have to pay kaifer by a muad then by a time you should have to pay chazi kaifer so Rabbi Eliezer says, the Torah tells you in Chofches, Ubal Hashoir Naki that there isn't even a need to pay Chatzikai for That was Rabbi Eliezer. The problem we had with Rabbi Eliezer is, as Rabbi Keva pointed out, who even needs a Pasik? Since Chatzik nezek, nezek is Mi gufai, and since the Gufai, the Torah just says, that the animal has to be stoned, you can't even have Hana from the animal, so there's no value in the killing animal for you to even think, that you can extract it's only Migufei so it's not needed for that that was Rabbi Kiva Rabbi Yezir responded now we're moving on with another option of the meaning of a Baal Noki again Membeis five lines from the top Tanya Idach we learned in another Braisa Baal HaShoir Noki says Rabbi Yoisi Haglili Noki Midmei Vlodois. That going back a few psukim, in Pasha's mishpatim. The trader speaks about a scenario, of yinotsu amnoshim. If two men are fighting, and one of them, instead of striking the other, accidentally struck a woman who was pregnant, and he didn't kill the mother. But v'yotsu yilodeha, that caused the fetus to be aborted. And the traitor says, Vulo yiaasayin. We'll see soon exactly who was not assigned. The literal meaning is, is that the mother did not die. So the Titus says, Oneshio Anish, etc. There has to be a payment for the value of the fetus. Oh. So says Rabbi Siaglili that Tobal Hasharnaki doesn't refer to the parsha of Tammuat killing a person. It refers to a case where the ox aborted a fetus. That Naki Let's read inside Rashi nine lines from the top of the Amid. In the middle of the line says, Rashi midmay ho isha. The Yatsu Here it's with intent. If an ox aborted fetuses, so if the ox killed a living viable person, suckle you suckle, If the ox is a mud, then khofer. If an ox made a woman lose her fetus, the trade is telling you, "Ubal hashor naki," there is no obligation at all on the baal of the ox to pay for that loss. Period. Says the Gemara Amalei Rabakiva, Rabakiva, who challenged Rabbi Yezir in the Brisa Memalofamid Beis, and as we'll see, he learned something else with the bal naki. When he heard Rabbi Yezir Haglili saying, "Ubal Ashar naki," goes to the Mevuladoyis, so he told him, "Amolay Rabakiva, Harei Hu Oimer." Harehu oimer, ki anashim. When the Parsha, again, of two men fighting, the Torah uses the words, if two men are fighting, why don't we learn from that parsha itself, anashim That only anashim are included in the Parsha that you have to pay for the damei v'lodoys. That Parsha itself already excluded an axe who kills that the bowel of the axe is exempt. Gaval Kekash. Now, by the way, it's good to know that Rabbi Yossi Aglili, actually holds that the owner of a tom pays half a kaifer. It's good to know that. And that's why Rabbi Yisraeli rejects Rabbi Yezer's limut. Because what Rabbi Yisraeli is doing is that he's taking the Pasek out of the Parsha. The Kepshutai Ubal HaSharnaki is not the Parsha of, of an ox that killed a person. You're saying that it's speaking about an ox that killed a fetus. That's not, that's not written in the, in, in the Parsha. It's still Shaykh to the Parsha because it killed... But since it's not the case of a fetus, he had no other option because he holds that Tom pays half a koifer in the cases that Rabbi Yezer gave. But again, Rabbi Kiva has a kasha who needed Baal naki It's already excluded from the parsha of the Chiyinotzu Anoshim, Anoshim Eloy So says the Gemara knew, Takah uh, good kasha. Shafra komali Rabbi Kiva. So no, Amar Abole Breder It's still needed. Because Salka Vaiti I would have thought Anoshim... Which exclude Shvarim. Do you know what Shoir is excluded from paying the naval odois? Shvarim Hadoimim La Am Noshim. that are like people, meaning, Ma annashim are automatically Mu'adim, Adam Muatlailam, the Shoir that is being excluded from paying the naval oadays is Shvarim Mu'adim. But you might have thought Tam Mahayev. From that, the an Amnashim, you would not exclude a Tam, so you need it here in Pasak Chavchez, the cause of Rahman of Baal Naki, to tell you that even the owner of a Tam is exempt from paying half of the Demevalodis. Now, Toysius asks Agavaldi Akash, how can it be that you would even have a Havamina? You know, even have a Havamina? You know, what, that Muad is exempt and Tam would be chayev? We never find such a thing. And the Gemara had a similar question a few days ago. So, was clarified, Let's read the Tresvus inside, the top Tresvus in the Amid. <speaking> in <Hebrew> even in the Havamina, before the Gemara ref- will refute this answer, there was no Havamina to think that Tam Shemuchoyev Mima Shahamuad Pater. There wasn't even such a Havamina. For that, we don't need Obal Hashayr Naki. <speaking> the <in Hebrew> Atum Ishum, the Eai, the Apater it doesn't make sense that we would think that Atam would have to pay chatzinezik and now that the animal became a muad we don't pay can be Elo hachi ka'amar the hava would have mean that Atam pays chatzinezik we're talking about here de demei veladis one would have thought that if the ox killed again a fetus even though it's a muad to killing fetuses it only continues to pay half a, half a damage that's the meaning of Normally, from tam to muad, you go from chatzin to Nezek sholim. Here, you would have thought you don't do that, but not that tam is chayv and muad is completely putter. we're reading inside the second line in toisus that the muad mitam. is gavaldik. That would have been a Havamir. So here the Trader says "Ubal naki, to teach you that there is never any payment. There is no such a thing as my ox killing a fetus that the owner has to pay for any type of monetary compensation. Back in the Gemarim. So that's the answer of Rav Ula Rav Idi asks the Gemarim Omar and we're going to see later even though it says here Ravah. We're going to read the gears of Ravah because Abaye and Ravah will give another answer. So, El- Elmar, Rabo, so Rabo says, that Yatsiba Ba'ara Vigiyur HaBishmei Shamaya This is a very interesting Talmudic expression. It means that you have a, your, your logic is upside down. What's an expression of upside down logic? A country that treats its foreigners with greater respect than it treats its citizens. That's a topsy-turvy world. So, he says what? That you are standing on the ground and you're elevating a ger, that he should be standing in the heavens, it, what kind of hava mean is that? Even according to the way the Torah Swiss explains. If we know that, anashim anashim if that excludes muad, whenever muad is excluded, tam is automatically excluded. On all levels. There's no such a thing that the trader excludes a muad, and that should not exclude a tam. So bala Naki is not needed. So back to the question that Rabbi Kiva asked Rabbi Yosi Haglili. So Again, we're going to read the Raba. Raba answers that it's. I mean, I would have, I would have thought that from the parasha v'chiyinatsu, I would only exclude muad, meaning ma muadim, and v'kal v'chaymer And based on your question, from there I already would have known. That Atam is also Potter to pay the Mabel others. So now that the trader writes later, because this Pasha this comes later, Pasha Chavches, that Baal Hashar Nakim, Pasha is only speaking about Atam, this clarifies that Tam Potterumu Atchayev Adarabo. Wow, that's a big Chiddush. So the trader actually excludes Atam not to exclude the Tam. To clarify that only a tam is excluded, but if my ox killed a velodis and it's now a muah killing the fetuses, you have to pay nezek sholim. And that shita's Rabbi Yishei Haglili. So Amalei Abaye says that cannot be. Why? Because elomata gabi boishes nami. When it comes to boishes, let's quickly read inside Rashi the kaimelun. We're going to learn later on that if an axe ashamed a person, the owner of the axe is exempt. And where is that learned from? So it's learned from another Pasig that begins with the same words. And then it says that the wife of the man who appeared is going to be losing the fight to stop the aggressor, right? v'echzika she grabbed onto his private parts so the Torah says v'katsoy says kapo, cut off her hand and as toyota pet, right away clarifies it god forbid doesn't mean to cut off her hand it means you have to pay money what did she do the example that the Torah gave is an example where she did not injure that person she did not physically hurt that person she simply ashamed him that is the source from which we learn that a man that is Mavayish, another man, one of the five obligations, right, is Nezek, then you have that's the source of Baishas. Right, as Rashi concludes, that when it says, Vekatsoy says, Kapo, cut off her hands, Momayn, Tahainu Baishas. Now, one second, why don't we say, You, Rabbi Haglili, you are saying that here, Ubal Hashor Naki, is not like Rabbi Eliezer. It's not speaking about Chatsi You are, You are applying it for something else. So why don't we say the same logic? The Gemara speaks it out beautifully. Neimo hachi anoshim. shvaram ha-doimim When are accent exempt from paying boishes? Only. Ki'en notzu anoshim. the says kapo. But if an accent is saying you don't have to pay, that's only accent ha la anoshim. To say ma'anoshim u'odim, av shvaram And from that you would have a kabochaim e'lutamim, the p'tiri. But now that the parshi here in Pasuk Chavchets writes, Bal hasher naki. Why don't we say the same thing? That Baal Hashar Naki, meaning that Tam, who ashamed another person, there is Bal Hashar Naki. But Amur is Khaif. Mamish, the same exact way you said that a oh, Baal Hashar Naki is not coming to exclude, it's actually coming to include. Why don't we have a Havamina to say the same thing by Boishas? B- b- and why, Taka, don't we say that if my animal ashamed another animal, and the animal is a muad to a shaming that the owner of the auction have to pay and v'chi temah and if you're going to say "Taka," that will be the sheet of Rabbi Yaisi Haglili then in this b'raisa when Rabbi Yehsi Haglili is clarifying the meaning of Ubal ha naki to exclude the mei he should have also added to exclude boishas which really means not to exclude boishas it means to say that only by tam don't you pay for the mei he should have said, only by Tom you don't pay for the Listen, meibusha. Potr, potr meaning a Tom, Only a Tom is potter from the meibusha. Only a Tom is potter from boishas. And an animal who is a mud in aborting fetuses, who is a mud in shaming the other people, maybe the owner has to pay. Rabbi Yosef Haglili never said that. So it can be that when Rabbi Yosef Haglili says, Putter, he meant only by Tam, but there's a Chayiv by Muad. If that would have been his shita, then he would have held that a Shayt Shabias is Chayiv if he's Muad. And no one holds that. The only time there's a Chayiv of any of the Arba dvarim is only an Adam HaMazik. On all the other Mazikin, you're for nezik when you're Chayiv for nezik. But Tzar, Ripu, and is never something that will be obligated on the owner of someone's who property did busha What would be an example of Oh, that's so, why is that hard? I would argue that any time a person gets ashamed in public, there's a boyesha element, an ox, an ox even knocking a person down in the street. There's an interesting nature. Everyone laughs. Someone fools malach. There's a reason I think that is. explained. It's mantig de People are happy because when a person is knocked down, a kapora, then the person stands back up. But, anyways, back over here, Ella, the reason why we use the version of Rabba is because if Rabba was the one that gave that explanation, he already gave his explanation. So, so that was Rabba, and Rabba is being ch- uh, refuted. Ella, Omar, Ella, by the the Omri Tarbayu. Ah, uh, explaining Rabbi Yisiaglili. That Anoshim, ain't asin bi'isha Isha Going back to the pasik of two men fighting the Anoshim, Anashim, the Nogafu, Isha Harav so the Titus says clearly that let's read it the mother was not killed then does the man who killed the fetus have to pay the value of the fetus. But if the woman would have gotten killed what would have been the din? Do you have to pay for the fetus? What's the din? No, why not? Because of the rule of when one person kills the other oh that's already a capital sin. So there's never going to be a monetary penalty on top of that as well. So now says Abayan Rava that the Anoshim V'loy is coming to tell you that only if a man accidentally, that's the case of the Parsha, he was fighting, Reuven is fighting with Shimon. He wanted to hit Shimon. Accidentally he struck a pregnant woman. And there, V'yatsi Yilodeha, but V'loy that Isha ain, Anoshim ain't Asin isha. then you're Onshu, but if yesh the isha, then, you know, also means there's a fatal injury. Then loye because of and that comes to exclude The afal the yesh If an ox kills a woman, even though there was a fatal injury, and by the way, what's the din if an ox fatal injury? Well, tam the ox has to be killed. That's what we're learning. If the, if the ox is already muad then there's an obligation for Khaifer on top of that, Yeonchu, the the Baal Hashar should also have to pay for the the Gavaldic. That's what Rabbi Yosei Aglili is saying. That when it says that obal Hashar Naki, it's telling you that even if the ox killed the mother, you never pay for the the Hadikhadikas of that the Potter It's not about Tamar Mut. It's all the same that the owner of the ox never plays for the meyvel If you want to word it for the value of the blood, if you want to word it khaifer, no matter how you look at it, there's never payment for that. Good. So now, says the Gemara Moskov, Rav Rab Barah Rav completely rejects the explanation. And to understand what they're rejecting, let's speak out by heart the following. This is good chazar. First of all, we just learned on Daf Flamir Hey. If I'm not mistaken, we learned the shita of the Ve Rebi Chizkiah. There was a Tana that was, complete, that was reviewed in the Yeshiva of Chizkiah that holds, this is important, that the rule of Kam Le'be the Rabba Minei is not only applied where a person does an action for which they will get killed and bathed in, only then do you say, ah, you're getting killed, you don't have to, you're, not, you're never going to get the lesser punishment, you only get the more serious punishment. Tana the Ve'i Chizkiah holds that even if a person killed, in a way that they will not be sentenced to death. Because it was a shaygeig. Even if it wasn't aynas. They won't even go on golos. Since that is an ac- action. Which has in it sometimes a chiy of misos based in, So we always apply Kamle, lebeder Even when you won't get killed by base. That is tanah devet abchiskir. Our suya obviously does not hold of that opinion. That's number one. So, when, let's go back to the Pasik, the Natsu Anashim, the Nagfu Isha Hara, the Yatsay Yilodel, Asain, only then Oneshi Onesh, and we are inferring the Asain Oneshi But if Yah Asain, then there's no punishment because of Kamle Bidar Abamine, according to our Gemara, in Yah Asain, you know we're Loye Anesh if the man is actually going to get killed. oh So now we have to go into our Loye Chachamim and Apshim. When a person had Kavana to kill Aleph. And he killed Beis. So there was Kavana to murder. It wasn't a Shoige case. But the person did not intend to kill the one who he actually killed. Because since you had Kavana to kill, even though you killed another victim, Chayv Beis. The Tanar of holds you're only Chayev Misa if you kill the person who you intended to kill. Now that's going to substantially change the meaning of the Pasuk of the Chiyinat Anashim. Think about it. Chiyinat Tzor Anashim. Only then anish. According to the Chachamim. And by the way, Abayin Rav hold, held like the Chachamim. And we are inferring that only if lawyer Assain ye anash, but if ye are asain, lawyer anash, because of Kamalibi the who is the asin referring to? It's referring to the mother. Makes sense that they killed, they, they, he, he struck a woman. The lawyer asain, on the woman, then then you have to pay for the Demevalades. But if the woman died, then you don't pay for the Demevalades. But one second, you didn't even intend to kill the woman. The whole parsha is vikhiyin, not anashim, right? And by and instead of hitting the other man, he accidentally killed a woman. Now according to the Khachalam it doesn't matter. Because Misa's basin. So if the woman was killed, even though you didn't intend to kill her, nevertheless, come later the then uh then loyay anish. It's only if only then Ya Anish. Now Rab Ada Bar Ahava holds like rab Shimon. And therefore he holds that Valoyah it's amazing. You know what it means? When would we say according to Rab Shimon? Two men are fighting. Ru'uben wanted to kill Shimon, and as he, str- and he and he killed Shimon. But when he killed Shimon, let's say he knocked into Shimon. Shimon knocked into the pregnant woman, and she aborted her fetus. Only, only, in that case, will you will you not have to pay for the mevelados. Only in that case, if Shimon died, will you not have to pay for the Ladis? Because you actually succeeded in killing the person who you wanted to kill. However, ask Rav Adabar that anoshim let's make it clear, according to Rav Shimon, if two people are fighting with each other, if the woman is the one that died, even if the person intended to kill Shimon, nevertheless, yeyonshu, they'll have to pay for the naval It's... It's only but the is only when there's actually a of Misa. And the of Misa is only going to be according to Rab Shimon if you kill the person who you intended to kill. So Veloyah, Rabad Ada is pointing out, cannot mean that the woman died. Even if the woman died, since you did not intend to kill the woman, you will still pay the Maybil Others. It's only but but if you intended so Veloyia Asain means that Shimon did not die. So the whole parsha is not speaking about a, a person who intended to kill the mother or didn't in, intend to kill the mother. It's irrelevant. It's about the person who you intended to kill. He's the one that needs to die, for you to say then loye yonshu. But what would happen in a case kinischavno li isha atzma? But if itak intended to kill the woman, then loyey yonshu. So why don't we now say ask the gemara v'loy shvarim? This should exclude the case of shvarim daafilun isha Atma. Even if the ox intended to kill the woman, it's irrelevant. Nevertheless, yei onshu, you have to pay for the dead fetus. And on this, kosav of bal hashoi naki. I'm sorry, I skipped the whole line over here. It's not connected to there being a fatal injury in the mother. B'kavona talya Musa, as we spoke out. What's important here is there for there to be intent to kill the person who you killed. So how can you, Bechlal, exclude the case of a fetus? It's not shaykh to that whole portion. There They were not speaking about striking a pregnant woman. They were speaking about striking another person. So the Gemara extends it to that. So, Elo, yeah. Two men were fighting each other. Afagav, She, also in the Even if. They actually killed the woman according to Vada Barahava, according to the Tanarab Shimon, not according to the Vedab Chizkiah. Then we say, Yei Onshu. However, there is one case where you are going to be uh, exempt. What will be the case when you are exempt, when there's actually going to be Kamleibadad Avaminei? When will that be? Kineschavnu le'isha atzma. Then lo Yei Onshu. Because there your Kavana happened, you're going to be put to death. There you won't have to pay for the fetus. So you would have thought from Chi that if an ox wanted to kill the mother and it killed the fetuses, you have to pay also for the mei So again, that's Rabbi Yosih Haglili, that you are always exempt for the money of the fetus. When Abhagi came from the south of Israel, he brought a Raisa with him. That what, exactly as Rav Adabarahava explained, that's exactly what Rabbi saglili says. So Rabbi is telling you that when you read the Parsha of Natsu An-Nashim, even though it says an V'lo you wouldn't have known that in a case where an ox intends to gore a pregnant woman and she aborts, you would not know from V'chi Yenotsu nashim that you're from the Mavel you would have thought that in such a case you're have to pay the mei v'lodes. So, Obal Naki teaches you that an owner of an ox who gored a pregnant woman who had her fetuses aborted, doesn't matter whether the mother lived or not, you never have to pay the mei if you were not the one that did it, if only Mamoy no So, by the way, at Khan, we already have three Shard Nakis. We have Baal HaSharednoki from the Brai San Dath, from Aleph Baal Naki comes to tell you that in the case of a tam that, that kills Adam that the animal has to be suck has to be put to death whether you stone the animal to death, whether you shechted the animal the animal was asur Bahana, even the oil cannot be used that's, that's number one then we learned Shita Rabbi Eliezer that says Baal Naki comes to tell you that there is no need to pay Chatsi Koifer when a tam kills and now we have Rabbi Yehissi Haglili that says Ubal HaSharnaki is coming to teach you that you never have to pay for the maval others. An ax that kills, and again, whether the mother died, whether the mother didn't die. The obligation to pay n- never goes on a fetus. Now we're going to learn the fourth opinion. Tanya Now we're going to Rabba Kiva himself. That Hashar Naki again in pain has these words are extra. Rabakiva Rabba Kiva says, Noki midmei There is the din that when an axe kills an avid knani or an Oma Knanis that the owner of the ox has to pay to the owner of the evid 30 shkolem When do you have to pay the 30 shkolem? Only when the ox is a muad But if the ox is not a muad if the ox is a tam you don't have to pay the mei eved. Now it's important to speak out the following If not for this exclusion how much the mei would you think you would have to pay according to Rabakiva by a tam? No, don't say hat. Why not? Because we learned in the Mishnah, we learned before in the Mishnah, and Aflamat Gimel, that Rabbi Kiva clearly holds, that when it comes to an animal, that's Mazik and Adam, that was the Mishnah in the Aflamat Gimel, pay Nezek Shalom, the whole din of having to pay Chazi, Nezek, is only when my ox damaged someone else's property. So Rabbi who is saying, that if not for the Baal HaShor Naki, you would think that if an ox killed an evid, you would have to pay May Evid by atam, not half. He means you think you would think that you have to pay the whole 30 shekel. Komash Mulan, Baal HaShor Nuki, again, not Nuki, you're cleaned out. Baal HaShor Nuki means Nuki, you are absolved. From what? From, from, again, from another parsha. We're not reading the parsha Kepshutay, that's speaking about Atam Shaharagesha Adam. We are, are applying these words to Atam Shaharagesha Evet. Now, what's amazing here is that on Dathna Ma'alith, Ahmed Beis, when Abeliezer says that Baalah Sharnaki, that you don't have to pay half a kaifer, Rabbi Kiva asked him, Who even needed the Possek to teach you that you are absolved? Since Chatzin has only paid me gufoy and the animal is suckle, you suckle, Asr Bachilo, there's no value. You don't have from what to pay. So and now Rabakiva has the question against himself. Turns it up base on the The name of Rabbi and Why didn't Akiva ask himself that? These are the words that Rabakiva used to to, to, to slug up Rabbi Eliezer. So abada you don't pay may, evid if an ox kills because the payment is only megufai. So Rav Shmuel answers again. We have to find a scenario where you're not going to have a problem with the, the ox's asur b'hana. And what's going to be that scenario? This is very important. When we learned on Daf Mem Aleph in the Brai'sa, in the beginning, that lo ye comes to teach you that even if the animal is not an avela, if you shechted it, you can't you can't eat it and you can't have anah. Amdaf mem alef. We were speaking about a case that the ox was already sentenced to death. Here we're speaking about a different case that an ox killed a person. The owner knows that the moment two aid them are going to testify in court that the ox is an ox that kills, they're going to say socal And from that point on, it's asr b'hanah regardless what is done with it. So the owner now he took the ox and he shechted it. And by the way, over here there's a rule that ain dinoi even of the ox. Ella b'fana of the ox. And b'fana of the ox means when the ox is living. I know it can sound strange to us, but they used to make a din against an ox. Or against another animal. And if the ox is not here, you can't take the owner of the ox to court. You can't take the carcass to court. You can't take it to court at all. So over here, there's takano hano. So here there is a migufayi. So if not for the words of Baal hashoraynu naki, I would have thought you have to pay the meivul and again the meivud and the meivud again. L'rabakiva would be not 50 shekel, not chazi of the knas of shloshim shekalim. L'rabakiva, if an ox is you pay right away nezek shalom. You would have to pay the whole 30 shekel. So the problem of all this is, is that just like rabakiva had an answer for himself, why could not he use the same answer for Rabbi Eliezer? That's the big question. And for those that that's, we're going back to the Bryce of Daf from the base, you're saying that Chazin as potter from half a keifer. Rabbi Akiva asks Rabbi Yehudah who needs a Pasik. There is no megufay. Well, he can give the same case. So it's evident that regardless, Rabbi Akiva did not accept that you would that you need to limit the pasik for the case of a keifer. He would prefer to limit it in the case of an Eved. The Rosh explains like this, that by an evid, since the whole payment of 30 shekel is a fine, it makes more sense to limit fines. It makes less sense to limit Kufra kapara. So there's a preference regardless, like Abakiva, not to apply to Chati, Nezek, Kuifer. And any it's coming back over here. That will be the answer. That's the answer of Rabbi Shmuel. Tamal d'teimol because it's taken not asr bahana, because the owner shechted it even before it stood in a dintayrah. Kumash mulan, hoil ubar katalohu. Since at the end of the day the axe needs to be put to death, it should have been taken to court. Even though the owner preempted the whole dintayrah, still, loilish that's the obal bal hashar naki, you never take payment for. For the May Evid. I mean, no, One second. If he shacked it before, he could have a no. it. I think you can do. It. The order can have a no. No, If he shacked it before, he stood he to a din. Who says he can't have a no? You have to have a din trader. There was no din, and there can't be a din trader. Based on the rule that Ain Graminum Dinai shall show it, El like Tfisa. So one second. He says the Gemara. So he the Gemara. Rabbi Kiva knew that Rabbi Yezir can give the same case. Why did he ask Rabbi Yezir? The whole question was because Rabbi Kiva wasn't happy with his answer himself. So Rabbi Kiva was hoping that Rabbi Yezir will give him a better answer. This is amazing. Very weird. this. says the And the name Olay. He might give him a better answer. And by the way, like we learned in the Bresa that we learned Bresa number one and b'raisa number two. And b'raisa number one also wasn't such a good answer. The better b'raisa was the second answer that Rabbi Yezir gave, that the Meshav al-Harikas HaBahim, of he gave scenarios where the ox will not be put to death. Since the ox, even if it, no grabbing, the ox in a dentoida would win, the ox won, there you would have thought you have to pay Chatzik kreifer Or here, Rabbi Akiva, there you would have thought you have to pay now the so, Komash Mulan, Pal Hashay Renaki. Rabbi Eliezer, there's no half a kaifer. Larab Akiva, there's no payment of Eved, of the Shleshim Skolim. Says the Gemara, Varabi Eliezer Nami, why didn't Rabbi Eliezer give this answer? This answer is a good answer. That lishani should call them Mushchotai. So, Armar Lach answers the Gemara. Rabbi Eliezer did not accept this answer. And really, this answer is not a good answer. That in my answer, Rabbi answer, and here we are quoting this, B'raison number two, that, There in such a case, since the Shoyr, the Ox did not intend to kill a person, and it accidentally killed a person, Kavano was to kill another animal, the Ox is Taka not put to death, and Taka over there, without Ubal HaShoyr Noki, according to Rabbi that you should be Chaif to pay half a Kav, so there, it's rechral al Avol ha'chiv, but over here, in your example of Rabba Kivam, the meikara barkatolahu. When an ox killed a person, Hashem knows the emes. This is an ox which you suckle, suckled the ox, which means that to begin with, there would never be a payment of any scenario of tam because tam only gets paid nigufoi. So you, there was no chiv to begin with, like rechral afol that you don't have to pay. Again, it's a, it's a pshita. Because in a case where an ox actually killed an evid, where an ox actually killed a person, then the din is that the ox has to be put to death. So even if the person preempted, we don't need to exclude any type of payment. Rabbi Nami, the Gemara says, you're right. You should not even need a Pusik for such a case. It's obviously that there was never a Chiyuv of money to begin with. Whenever the ox is machoiv to be stoned, there is no chi of money. El amar Rav Asi, hi milsim the Gavra Rabbe Shmueli. I heard the answer from a great man. Umanud Rabbi Yisib Rab Chanina. This is what Rav Asi is sharing. That Salkadai to Chanina, I would have thought choil ve'amar Rabbi Akiva. And again, now we're quoting the Mishnah and Daf Lamad Gimel that af tam shachaval ba'adim shalom b'moysen ezik shalom. Hold on. What's the whole question against Rab Akiva? That by a time, the payment is only migufay, but one second, the Rabakiva is the one that holds that when an ox damages a person, or here killed an eved, you right away pay nezek shalim. Nezek shalim, the hava here, we're going to correct it, is not paid only migufay. Here it's taka paid mino aliyah. So the whole question is not a question on Nabakiva. So I would think mishtalim nami de aliyah. That's why kasev rachman ba naki that you don't have to pay. And this appearance is all well, the cancer. So Rabbi Akiva's question on Rabbi Le'ezer was only lishikasoi. You Rabbi Le'ezer, you disagree with me on the Mishnah da flamadimu. You hold that an ox that damages a person or kill... There's, there's Tom and there's mot, And Tom is only migufoi. So I'm asking you, who needs to be excluded? There's no Gufai. That was this question. But I hold that by tam, she mazik adam, or that killed an evid, you have to pay right away nezik shalom. Nezik shalom doesn't come a So I need to have an exclusion that there's no demevel is by a tam. So the Gemara right away says, nah, this doesn't work. You can't give that an answer. Because Rabbi Kiva already broke his fist. In other words, he blunted this answer. This answer doesn't work because the Tanya we learned that Rabbi Kiva, that yes, I hold that an ax, even a tam, that's mazik a person, you have to pay right away Nezek Sholem. But don't think it's completely out of the parsha of Hatsi Nezik. It's not. You have to pay Nezek Sholem, but it's also migufay. So now back to the question. This din of Rabbi Kiva, that if you're Mazik and Adam, you gotta pay right away ezek Shalom. Don't think it's Menahaliyah. Tamil it says, and here we are quoting a Pasik referring to an ox killing a person. So after the Taitah says in Pasik Chavchas and Pasik Tam and Muad, then the trader the adds, Oy ben yigach, oy bas that the same din applies if an ox killed a minor. Same din, which is, Sakal if the ox is a mood, aside of sachel yisachel asher, that there is also the gamba all of you for yushas olav. So there the passage says kamishpot hazay yeh asoloi. Learns Rabakiva, what does it mean kamishpot hazay yeh asoloi that migufoi mishalim ve'en mishalim inu aliyah. So now we're back to the question. Rabakiva Takah holds a animal that is mazik and adam pays right away nezek shalim. but nezek shalim by a tam is only migufoi. So we're back to the same question, why does he even need Baal HaSher Noki to exclude the Meyavid? How would you even think you paid the Meyavid? When the payment only comes me and there's no Gufoy. I give the answer that you preempted and shakted it, we're not accepting that. Whenever an ox is Chayiv Miso, there is no monetary obligation to begin with. It doesn't make sense that if the owner circumvented the, the, uh, the putting into action. The chi of skila, that somehow now there'll be a chi of momenus. Elam No. I would have thought, umach be-eved, Let's speak about a case of a mod. The payment that the owner of an ax needs to make when an eved killed, when an ox killed an eved, is viewed as even more Khamur than if the ox killed another person. Why? By Push it. when my ox does damage, the rule is I have to compensate for the damage that it did. And there's no death involved. Here, when it kills an evit and the trader gives a monetary punishment, the monetary punishment could be, even if it's a lot more than the damage that it caused. When the trader says, you can look at it as a Kula, which you could, which we will also, but we can look at it as a khumra. As a if the evit is worth one penny, the Ebed is a 100-year-old man. I have to pay to the owner of the Evid 30 shekel. So since the trader is Machmed, I might have thought that even though normally Tam is Migufay, even according to Rabakiva, And here there's no Gufai, maybe the trader would be Machmed here and say you got to pay regardless. You got to pay all Aliyah. Let's read it inside. What's the Khumr of Evid, Yes, Meben Chayden. Sheben Chayden, Yofa Selah, Noisen sela. Only if my ox damaged a, a ben chayden that's worth shekel, 30 shekel, only then do I have to pay 30. But if the person who he damages is worth one cellar, I only got to pay one seller. But the evid, even an evid who's only off a cellar, nice and shloyshim, you got to pay shlaishim. So I would have thought that even though the animal is a tam, according to Rabbi Kiva, Sholim, sholem, but migufay, maybe by an evid you would pay minu aliyah, mishtalem Eved, Nami so that's why you needed to exclude. That you never paid the may when the ax is atam. Tanya Kabbossi we learned the that clearly speaks out. That is how Akiva answers his own question. Why you needed an exclusion, why you would have thought that you're Chayev. And by the way, this exclusion works beautifully. It doesn't work for the case of Rabbi Eliezer That if it comes to exclude Khazi Kaifir, his his question stands, how can there be a need for that when it's only Migufi? But Rabbi Akiva that uses Ubal HaSharnaki to exclude the May Evid, there you need it, because there, there there's a havamina that you would be hive to pay Minho Aliyah. Let's read it beside the Brahsa. And now the Braysa asks that why would you even need to have a Pasik? I have a kalvachayim that should teach us that you don't have to pay the a haloi dinu. What would have been the kalvachayim? Hoyil v'chayiv The owner of the ox who killed an evid, the owner is chayiv. How much? Thirty shekel. And v'chayiv beben If the owner of an ox killed a person as a muad, the owner is chayiv koifer. Ma When it comes to the payment of koifer. We know he locked the bay ben tam You only have to pay by muad, not by Yatam. So afke shechir beevad. Let's understand that machalik bay ben Tamlamud, Who even needs a pasuk? There's no half a There's no need to pay the nevel others to pay the may evad. And vaoyi kal v'chaymed. And furthermore, asks the brisa umab ben chaydin shennoist call kol Even when my axe damages a person and I have to pay for all of the damage, still Eved, now we're using this as a kula by an Eved If my ox killed an Eved that's worth a thousand Shkolon I only have to pay thirty, so the trait is more lenient So why do we even need a Bala Sharnaki to exclude an Eved? To which Rabbi Kiva says, Lloyd, no, the opposite there is a scenario where an evid is more stringent than a Ben Hayden. Which is, like we just spoke out, that a Ben Hayden that's worth a sella. My ox damaged the Sela. I have to pay a seller. Or in a case where my ox killed a Ben Hayden, and it's a muad and I have to pay Khaifer, and L'cha Chomim, what is Khaifer? The main Nizak. How much do I have to pay for the Nizak's death? His worth, one Sela. But nevertheless, by an evid, only if the person was worth shleshim nice and shleishim. But when it comes to an Ebed, you sell a nice and shleishim. Even if the Ebed was worth one sale, you got to pay shleshim So you, there is a chumra angle by an Ebed. So therefore, Yachol, that the owner of an ox, that's a tam that killed an Ebed, you should have to pay... Let Rabbi right away, Nezek Sholim, meaning the whole 30 shekels, Knash Sholim. So, Talmud Leimit Baal HaSher Naki, And with this, we close the parsha. So, we have four Taichin of Baal HaSher Baal meaning that there's an Isur Hano on the hide. That's the first on Daph Mem Aleph. Baal HaSher Naki, Rabbi Eliezer, that you don't pay Hatzin Nezek. Koifer, you don't pay. And as we spoke out, according to many of the Shonim, Rabbi Yoisei Haglili rejects that because Rabbi Yoisei Haglili holds that by Tam you do pay half a Kaifer. So Rabbi Yoisei Haglili says, Bal HaSher Noki is referring to a case where the ox killed the fetus. That no matter if the animal is a Tam or a muat, that the owner never pays for the Demei Vladois. And Abakiva is telling you, Bal HaSher Noki that if the ox who is a tam kills an avid there is no need to pay the thirty shekel. And again, not fifteen thirty. Rabbi that when there's a hezek to another human being, you have to write it with pay nezek shalem even though normally it's only migufei. But I would have thought here it's min haaliyah, bala naki Gavalik. Now, toner Now we're going on again in the same parsha of a tam that killed a person. Here we are focusing in. Let me again go back to mishpatim, Pedik chafalav. So we're going to read out again, Pasik Chavches and Pasik Chavtes. And there, are, there is a word that's added. That's not needed, apparently. And something has to be learned from it. The parsha begins, Vichi Yigach Shoir es Ish o Clearly, the Torah makes a point not to differentiate between a man and a woman. If it gored a man, or if it gored a woman, Vameis. So again, by the time it says, Sokel Yisokel Hashoir, Veloyachel Esbisari, Balashar Naki. Then you have in Pasik Chavtes says the Pasik, <speaking in Hebrew> and <speaking in Hebrew> the you the the Gavra, however it becomes a mu'od. And again the Pasik says Ish <speaking in Hebrew> Oy And it killed a man or a woman as a mu'od, so not only hasher Ya but the Gamba all of Yumas. And then Pasik Lamid the taira says that here is the only case where even all of Yumas you can buy your life by paying Kaifir. So the question is, why did Hashem in Pasik Choftes have to say the words ish o isha? We understand that you need that in Pasik Choftes. The title wants to make it clear that the dinim that applied to an ox is both for a man and a woman. But once you spoke out ish o isha by Yatam... So the Torah is clearly loy chilakta bein isha. So even if the Torah wouldn't have written again isha isha, pasuk chavtes bayamud, I would have known that it goes to isha isha. So let's read it inside. So Ton rabanan and pasuk chavtes bayamud, the Torah says vehemish ish Oi isha. Why is that needed? Amar rabakiva v'chima bazel lamdeinu. If it's lechayiv to tell you that the owner of the axes chayiv kofar. And kafir is the novelty of pasuk chavtes of a isha ki ish. We don't need that because since kfar nemar, since in pasuk chavches in pasuk chavches there's no kaifer. It Doesn't matter. But since the parsha began with the words ki Es ish Oi es isha, so I already know that they're both included. So I would automatically know that when the animal becomes a and it kills an isha, you have to pay koifer on an isha. So what does is the Isha, Isham Pasuk, teach us, says Elo, Lahakish, Isha, Ish. It comes to compare a woman to a man. Ma, Ish Nizakav, In other words, if in the event that the damaged party dies before collecting the damage, it's not that the damager is exempt. Based in Pasuket, you gotta pay. Okay, the man died, pay his heirs. Says Rabbi Akiva, af isha, in the event where she passes away, Nizakeha. what's the case? She passed away, she died because the ox killed her, and what is the chivon pasik hov that the owner has to pay, koifer, to whom does he pay koifer, nizokeha li yor she'ha, he pays koifer to who heirs, and not to her husband. Now, what does Rabbi Akiva hold bechlal? regarding the din of a husband inheriting his wife. So we're going to see in a moment that Rabakiv is of the opinion that a husband inherits his wife So when the Torah is excluding and saying that in this case the krefer goes we need to clarify is this a exception to the rule? Or is this an extension of the rule? How can it be an extension of the rule? We'll see in a moment. Does Rabakiva Kiva hold that a husband does not inherit a wife? We learned in Abraissa. And we're quoting a Pasik and Parsha Pinchas. Now, the Pasik, we're not going to quote by heart now, but in the middle of the Pasik, the trader says, rash oisa, and Rabakiva darashins the pasuk. It's not the literal meaning that the Yarash Assa is teaching you a new din. It's as if we're beginning the pasuk from these words, and Mikan learns Rabakiva Shahabal es Rabakiva. So one thing is clear: that Rabakiva holds that Raisa a husband inherits his wife. Now it wouldn't bother us by saying that here there's an exception. It's not the end of the world. A husband is yoredish es Ishtoy. Khaifer, for some reason, you're not Yorosh However, the Gemara wants to make it clear, Omer Ishlakish, e that it's not that Rabbi Kiva is making an exception to the rule. That you have to know the dinim properly, you'll realize that the reason why the Khaifer goes li Shaha and not to the husband, that fits into Dina Yerusha. When does Rabbi Kiva hold that a husband inherits his wife if she had things when she passed away. However, something that can only come in her to possession, dafka after she passes away, that's called It's not muhzak, she doesn't have it. That is something that the husband does not inherit. That that Omar so, is only speaking about, we're speaking about the That Kapara money is only paid because she died. You have to pay for it because the ox killed. It killed the woman. And v'havalei roi, this is included in the din that we're going to call roi, a prospective asset, not an actual asset. That that is din Yerusha, a prospective asset, something that she doesn't have. Theoretically, she could, have, but she doesn't, and she actually cannot have it. That's something that the husband doesn't inherit. Now one second, why don't we say that when a woman gets injured and she is going to die, that Basin can already tell the man, you have to pay kapara. If that would have been the case, then it's not roi. So Rav Shlakesh's answer is predicated on the fact that you only begin the din regarding kaifer when the victim actually died. Maitamo, again, Maitamo, Omakro, hemis Ish, oi Isha, Hashori, the gamba. all of you must. In Kaifariushis Olav, when is Hashari Yisakel? Not when the person will die. Hashari Yisakel is only after the person died. So just like Hashari Yisakel is after there's actually death of the victim, the din of the Nasan Pidya Nafshay only begins after the victim died, which means Kapara, Kufra, only comes only when she died. So she never possessed those assets. Yeah, so it's only called Ra'oi, and therefore it's not an exception to the rule. It's part of Dine Yerusha that Kapara will not go to the husband, so it goes Liyar Let's make it clear. Are you telling me that this is Taka, not an exception? That this Makish Isha is only on Kapara? But damages that were owed to her that will go to, her, to the husband. It's not true. <Alaska> <speaking in Russian> we learned in a the Gemara is taking for granted that this b'raisa is the that it says, Hika <speaking in Russian> es if a man hits a woman. We're not speaking about the Pasek that we mentioned on Om Adalif, the Chiyinotzu <speaking> Anoshim, right, and by accident they killed a woman. We're speaking about a man that intentionally hit a woman. And she was pregnant. And God forbid, that caused her to abort her fetuses. So says the Brisa. again, the Braisa is really Shimon, but we're going to hold that Rabakiva holds of this, Shita. That Noysen Tsar Nezek Vatsar Laisha. This is Gavaldik Let's read inside the Rashi. That Tsar u'Nezek goes Laisha. In other words, the din that Masay. Yodah la does not go not on Nezek nor on sad. It's important to remember that. So he owes the money to her not to him. However, Udnavullah does. but if the she lost her child, that goes Labal. And let's read inside Rashi, a few lines from the bottom of the Ahmed. Rashi ibn with the this that hatoyra Ziksalloi. How do we know that the naval just goes to the Baal? Why don't we say that just like only Masa Yodel ala But the Nezek Utsar goes Le'isha. Why doesn't the Meviloders go Le'isha? Because in the Parsha that we did quote on that on Aleph. That V'nokfu Isha Hara. V'yatziyi Lodeh. Asin. Anish So it says, the Pasik mentions the words Ba'al Ha'isha. There the Pasik clearly mentions that the husband of the wife is the one that takes him to Adintaira. And he's the one that gets the money. So therefore, that goes, that goes to the father. That goes to the husband. Okay, one second. Now, back inside the Brayse. So first of all, the Braissa makes it clear that if a man hits a pregnant woman, and God forbid she has an abortion, the Nezik and the tsar belongs to her, that the Meyveladis goes to the husband. Let's go to the Braissa, The end of the second to last line, the last word. Ein habal. If the husband passes away, so the money, which is the d'meivul this money that is owed to the husband, if he passes away, who does it go to? Goes to Shav, It goes to his heirs. However, it says the brayso, the the nezik and the tsar of injury that goes to the wife, ein haisha. If she's no longer living, who does that go to? Noisenes liyarshah. It goes to her heirs. So clearly, you see, you have a case where a man damaged a woman. Here, it's not like by Keifer, that you can only initiate the Dintra after she dies. He damaged the woman. And the Braith says that Nezek and sad is to the woman. When she dies, it goes to Sheha. So clearly, it's not like Reshlakish is saying that the Pasuk and Pas in, in Chavtas, Ish Oy isha, makish, isha le'ish. That it goes or yorsha. It's not that this is an extension of dina yerusha, and it's only for kapara. Luchura comes out that the Pasik is telling you that there is an exception. True, normally bal Yoirish Not when it comes, not even to nezik. Nezik that belongs le isha le or le Now let's just finish the brayso before we respond. The brayso says, if she was a shifcha kananis and she was married to a Avid kanani. And she was emancipated. And the Nakuda here is, is that she has no heirs. Which is the din of every Ger that converts. Or mem Gimel. Or if she's a Giyoyres. Let's read inside the Rashi again. That Me'uberes Miger. V'neisushne'em. So a man damages this woman. And they both die. Who does he pay the Nezek and the Tsar Or in the case where there was an aborted fetus. Who does he pay the others to? So since they don't have any Yarshim, the mazik is the one that grabs this potential money. He pays it to no one. Zohar. He, he pays himself. He's the money. But the question is against the shlokish. The Shlakish narrowed down. That oi, the ish and ish on plastic is only excluding Khoifer. It's only telling you that the kwefer goes to Yarshim because it's only roi, it's not muhzik. But here we see from the Braitha, maybe not. And again, the Braitha is not Rabbakiva, but we are presuming that it is Shittas Kiva. So Rabbah says, no, 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 the Shlakesh is right. That damages that are coming to a woman go to the husband. The only exception that we say it goes to her heirs is only Kapara. Because Kapara is being paid because she was killed. And that's not something that she already was in possession of. Why did the Braithers say that Ein ha-isha That's only bigurusha That she's a divorced woman Now it's important as Rashi explains There would be no need to say That if a woman after she gets divorced Was struck by a man So Abada, the man owes the money to her And then if she dies it goes Shah. The Kiddush of the braissa will be That a man struck a woman when she's married However, before, before there was a Psagdin of Bezin, that money is owed, that is where she died. So you would have thought that since the injury happened while she was married, maybe the money goes to the husband. So Kamash that? knows that once she is divorced, the money goes to her. And therefore, if she dies... The money goes to her heirs. Khina that the case of the Braisa, that hoisha, only when the woman is a Gerusha. But if she would have been married and she dies, Rav Kiva Lushita that Baal Yoirish Es Ishtoi Mido Eraisah from the Yarash Aysa, the money there will go to her husband. And if the husband dies to the husband's Yarshim and not to her Yarshim, Remember, to be continued.